0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of this week's Everything Medicare Podcast. By the time you'll listen to this, it will be Saturday, May 11th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today we're talking about a very, very important topic. This is the Everything Medicare Podcast. If this is your first time listening, my name is Christian Brindle. I'm your host. I'm a Medicare expert who works with probably... Uh, I don't know how many, probably about 500 people in Utah with their Medicare plans, and then a handful of people in other states, such as Florida and Idaho, um, with their Medicare health plans. I'm a Medicare health plan expert and specialist. I'm licensed and appointed as an agent. I own an agency called Christian Brindle Insurance Services where we do nothing but help people with their Medicare plans. I've written and published two books about Medicare, and every single week I bring you a podcast where I talk about your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Last week, we did a really, really, well, I guess technically speaking, it was this week, this past Monday, we did a really, really special episode, and I really hope you guys enjoyed it, where we, I was finally able to collaborate on a time where I could sit down and do an interview with my dad. It wasn't as long as I would have liked it to be, um, but due to my chaotic schedule, having a new baby on the way, his chaotic schedule, because um, he he has two houses that he commutes back and forth between, um, It was all that we could get, but I really think it turned out really well. I know I've been promising you guys that we were going to have some more interviews coming soon. We're going to have more after the baby is born. Um, An update on that for those of you who want to know about it. My wife, Stormy, went into the hospital on Tuesday. We had a scheduled inducement because our doctor had told us, basically suggested to us that there'd be less um, risk of complications and it's a much smoother process if we induce it um, a little bit before her expected due date. So we planned on doing that. Unfortunately, we spent an entire day in the hospital. Um, and due to the positioning of the baby, we weren't able to do the inducement. It just wasn't a safe thing. Um, and they, they determined that her body needs more time. So we're going to be going back in again next, next week. Um, to try it again. And hopefully all goes well. I appreciate all your kind um, thoughts and gestures and messages and everything that you guys have done for me um, in supporting me and my family. So enough of that. Let's get into this week's topic. And that is one that I think is hugely, hugely important. And I, I, I wanted to do one sooner up until this. It's just we had so many topics um, in the queue and in the pipeline that we wanted to bring out for you, so we're talking about an issue that's been going on for some time, but it's really kind of taken a turn, and that's why I figured I couldn't wait any longer. We had to talk about it this week. the 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 Social Security premium payment dilemma. So a lot of people that have prescription drug plans, you know, the partner with Medicare, Medigap plans, the Medicare Advantage plans. Um, that have premiums. Not all Advantage plans have premiums. I'm not going to get into the difference between those two. If this is your first time listening, let me go back and listen to some of my first episodes and past episodes where I really go into detail on these different types of plans. But basically, in a nutshell, people elect to pay a lot of their premiums for those two different types of plans out of their Social Security checks every month. Um, I think for the most part, from my understanding, that this this has really impacted prescription drug plans more than anything else. Um, but basically, and some of you may have already heard about this, Social Security has had a major problem with getting these premium payments set up properly. So when someone signs up for a prescription drug plan or a Medicare Advantage plan that happens to have a premium they are given a couple of different options on how they can pay you their premium. They can pay what's with known as a coupon book, which is essentially like a monthly bill, but it's kind of like a, a, a monthly statement where you can pay a month at a time, you can pay three months at a time, you can pay every six months, you can pay for the whole year if you want to. That's what they call a coupon book. The other method is someone can pay their premium having their, their premiums come out of a bank account electronically every month, automatically. The third option, and some carriers will allow you to pay with credit card, but not that many, so I'm not even going to mention that one. It's an option for very few companies. And the third option is if you're drawing off of your Social Security benefits every month, they allow you to pay those out of your Social Security. Meaning that the insurance company will take that premium, let's say it's $20 a month, and they withheld it from your Social Security. They dip their fingers in to take it out. Okay. There's been a humongous issue, and I've seen these types of issues happen in the past with clients of mine, to be honest with you. I had someone a couple of years back who was on a prescription drug plan with me through a very large insurance company. I'm not going to give you the name. One of the top three largest insurance companies in the country. It was a small premium, about fifteen to eighteen dollars per month, somewhere in that ballpark. And there was an issue with Social Security, which ended up blocking the premium payment from happening. The insurance company didn't get the premiums. They sent bills in the mail and coupon books from that point. The person didn't know what they were. They didn't think anything of it. They didn't bring it to my attention. The insurance company didn't bring it to my attention. And the person's policy lapsed. And I was able to pull some strings, get it reinstated, get it all fixed after some effort on my part. But these types of things have happened in the past. Okay, It's not exactly a new problem. But to this scale, to my knowledge, this is a new problem to this amount of um, severity is the word I'm looking for. I haven't seen it happen to this wide a margin in a very long time. Sometimes they make mistakes. Sometimes there's screw-ups. Let me put it this way, folks. I, if you've listened to me for some time, you know I don't have any love lost for the Social Security Administration. I think they're incredibly unorganized. I think that they're not very well ran. I think that they're incompetent. I think there's a lot of people that work at that organization that just don't give a damn. Exclude my French. Um, and, <laughs> I mean, it's, if, it's, it's like going to a bad DMV. Now, there's some DMVs that are actually very good. There's one... In my, near my house in Utah here that I actually absolutely adore, there's another one that's not too far away from that that is horrific, you know, and they just don't care. So I'm not going to say this is the case for all of them, and I'm sure there's some good Social Security offices around the country as well, but for, for the most part, the Social Security Administration is incompetent. They make so many mistakes constantly. They take forever to get things done, and it just is what it is. I mean, it's a necessary evil. I mean, if you're going to live in the United States of America at some point, you're probably going to have to deal with the Social Security Administration at some point in your life, some way, somehow. Um, and that's just, it is what it is, you know. There's not much we can do about that. And if you're on Medicare, you're definitely going to probably have to deal with them in some way, shape, or form. Um, some people's experience might be easy and smooth and they'll never have an issue some people have nothing but problems and that's just the nature of the beast it really depends on who you get when you call or let's say you're applying for something it depends on whose desk it falls on it really just depends and it's so up in the air and the inconsistency just boggles me so When I heard about this a couple of months ago, I just kind of rolled my eyes about it, but I was hoping it was something that would resolve itself. Um, But to say I was surprised, that wouldn't necessarily be accurate uh, to see something like this. So basically what's going on is I got an email today, and I've gotten multiple emails over the past couple of weeks about this from different insurance companies that I partner with, that my organization partners with. To offer to folks as a brokerage. So, this is this was probably from one of the top five largest insurance companies that do Medicare programs in the United States of America. So, it basically was talking about what was going on. Um, I'm going to read you a little bit about it. What it says. I'm not going to tell you the name of the insurance company because I'm not supposed to. These, these emails are meant for my eyes only. Or, you know, a person in my statuses' eyes only. So, basically, the email starts off like this. Normally, when members select this premium payment option through their Social Security slash railroad benefit withholding funds from members, checks to cover their plan premiums, unfortunately, due to a system issue, this did not occur for two or more months starting February 1st, 2019. This affected all carriers, not just Blank, the name of the insurance company that I'm reading this from. Although the issue is now fixed with their system, the Social Security slash Railroad Benefit Association cannot retroactively deduct premium payments from member checks. Then it continues on. What do members need to know? Because these members now have past due accounts, Their premium payment method has changed to direct billing effective February first, two 2019. This means they now need to pay any past due premium amounts to their insurance company carrier of choice directly. Member communication. Members will receive a letter explaining what happened and what they need to do later this month. Letters are being mailed in waves between May 10th through the 24th, so members will receive them over several weeks. Okay, and then it allows me to view the letter. So I'm going to take a look at it. This is the first time I'm seeing it, so this is completely authentic, okay, for me looking at this letter that is going out to everybody. Okay, so it looks pretty generic. Um, Member ID, name, company logo, Important information about your account. The Social Security Administration basically just goes over everything that I just read here. Um, So here's the thing, folks. Not everybody checks their mail in 2019. Not everybody checked their mail perfectly in 1979. Well, for the most part, most folks check their mail pretty regularly but not everybody. And so now this is something that we need to get handled. Basically it talks it, it continues what happens next. We've already submitted a new request to restart social security premium deductions For the affected members, effective June 1st, 2019, if the request is accepted by the Social Security Administration, they will send members a letter of approval. Please be aware this can take up to 90 days. Please explain to your clients that Social Security will only deduct future premiums from their Social Security check as of the effective date noted if in their approval letter. So any balances owed up until the effective date must be paid to Aetna directly. Oh, there you go. I just said the name of the insurance company. I don't care. This came from Aetna. Members need to pay premiums directly to the insurance company for any months the Social Security did not take. While these members are not currently at risk for termination due to non payment, they do need to make, begin making premium payments to ensure that their plan does not face termination for non payment in the future. We encourage members to call us with any questions. Stay with me, folks, into segment two. I have a rant I want to go in about this because this is unacceptable, but you needed to know. You have to know. Absolutely have to know. Some of you, this doesn't affect you because you pay your premium payments other ways and things along that nature, but this is ridiculous. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have a quick break, quick message from our sponsor. Welcome back, folks, to our second segment of this week's Everything Medicare podcast. Okay, so what we talked about, segment one, basically premium payments for prescription drug plans, and I believe Medicare Advantage plans, if I've been interpreting this correctly, um, basically haven't been getting paid. It sounds like, to me... From what I understand, I don't know this to be a fact, so don't hold me to this if what I'm about to say is inaccurate, but it sounds like to me this is basically every single person with every insurance company that has their premium payments deducted from Social Security. That's the impression I got. That's the message I've gotten from pretty much everybody. I mean, (laughs) every person I've heard this about, every, every source that I've read. And what does this tell us? It tells us that this is 2019. Technology has never been greater. We never have had more access to more technology. And I don't ever remember seeing something on this wide of a scale taking place. There will, mark my words, there will be people that have their policies lapsed due to this problem cuz they won't check their mail or they'll just think it's an advertisement or something and they'll just toss it by the side they won't look at the letters they won't know what's going on their 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 agent won't be able to get a hold of them whatever no matter how good of a job they do at cleaning this up there will be people that have their plans lapse mark my words it doesn't have to be you Keep an eye on this. Keep an eye for what's coming in the mail. Know about it. You listening to this podcast is making you less likely to go through any problems because you're going to be aware of it. You're going to be looking for this thing in the mail and you can be able to pay through coupon book or you set it up to come out of a bank account or what, however you want to pay the premiums, but you're aware of it. You're not going to let your policy lapse because you've been made aware of it before you probably got the letter. If not, you haven't got it already. But think of all the people that aren't going to hear this podcast, folks. There are 40-plus million people in the United States of America that are on Medicare. Of all different situations, and I guarantee you a huge chunk, large percentage of these folks pay premiums in some way, shape, or form out of their Social Security account. Now, Medicare supplements don't allow that. They're pretty old school. You can't pay your premium that way. But that's probably not a bad thing because your bank isn't going to, at least I haven't seen it yet, your bank is probably not going to just screw up your premium payments for two months just for no reason, just because they had a problem on their end. Folks, we live in a world where Social Security is given a lot of responsibility for people on Medicare, and they're just not qualified. They're not a qualified organization. They're overwhelmed, for one. They deal with so many millions of people's accounts. People slide through the cracks all the time. But this is something that's affecting people on a national scale, and you need to know about it. If you know somebody on Medicare, tell them about it. If you have a family member, tell them about it. Just tell everybody you know on Medicare about this. Let's avoid this catastrophe as much as we possibly can for as many people as possible. Like I said, I guarantee you that people will be affected in the, in the, in, in the, in the way of having their policy lapse due to this. Because they won't know about it. You know, like there's people on Medicare that go on cruises for six months out of the year. They're not even here. They're not checking their mail. They don't know what's going on. They might come back to know their policies lapsed and they can't get it back. Or, uh, I'm just frustrated, folks. This is my advice to every single person on Medicare. If you can help it, it's always better... To have your premium payment come out of your bank account than Social Security. Always. I don't ever recommend paying premiums out of your Social Security if you can help it. Your Medicare Part B is probably fine. The $135.50 because that is, you know, government working with the government. You know, so Medicare is issued by Social Security I don't think that one would be as big of a problem. But when it comes to third parties like private insurance companies needing to get their premium payment from Social Security, I mean, how many, how many times do we need to see a big screw-up before we realize they're not capable? You can't trust them. You don't know if you're going to wake up one of these days and have a big mess on your hands. This is just one thing that happened on a national scale, it appears. But I've seen so many situations over the years where premium payments get messed up for no reason other than they was just a mistake on their end. It was a system error, a system glitch. Someone pushed the wrong button, whatever. Had nothing to do with the, the person on the plan. Had nothing to do with the member. They didn't have nothing to do with it. They could not have done anything different to prevent it. it just happened because Social Security made a mistake. They're... they're Let's, 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 let's be honest here. Let's tell it like it is. Instead of just complaining about it, which is what I'm really doing at this point, let's, let's look at the facts. The, and the facts are this. Social Security, the Social Security Administration, let's not even talk about Social Security benefits, all that stuff. Let's just talk about Medicare. They're unequipped and unqualified to handle tens of millions of people's Medicare, some soon to be probably 100 million people in the United States. They're unequipped, unqualified, underqualified to take care of these problems. So what you should do is when it comes to paying your premium payments out of your social security check, it might sound easy, it might sound automatic, it come automatically, you don't have to worry about it. You don't know if something like this is going to happen. You just don't know. I mean, this just just pop up out of nowhere, which it did months ago. Now I didn't know it was going to be to this degree. I thought that they would get it fixed on their own and you know reenact everybody's premium payments, and people didn't have to resubmit things and reset it up. Because what it sounds like to me is everyone's going to have to reset up their payment method. Even if it's just some people, even if it's not all people, it's unacceptable because it got to the point where it was such a large problem that it could potentially affect anybody with any insurance company. This is not an insurance company issue, folks. This has nothing to do with the insurance companies. This is on the Social Security Administration. So my advice is, don't, oh, don't, get, don't. Okay, there's a philosophy that I've come to appreciate. And that's don't expect things from people that they're not capable of giving. If you have a parent mm, that's probably cold, they are not really very warm, touchy-feely, don't expect a hug from that parent every time you see them. Don't expect them to be warm and fuzzy with you. Because at some point, people are who they are. And you should love them for who they are not saying i'm accepting bad behavior or anything like that but you should you should appreciate people for what they are and not expect things of them that they're not capable of giving the social security administration is no different don't expect things from them that they're not capable of doing take the responsibility out of their hands set up your premium payments to come out of your bank accounts that's my advice because a bank is more organized. A bank is more structured than the Social Security Administration. They're not going to screw things up on this massive of scale. I'm not saying a bank's never made a mistake. I've never seen something like this from a bank. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something that I'm not aware of that happened on a global scale. And if that's the case, you can blast me for it. But my advice is don't give them the chance to screw you. Excuse my terminology. I'm sorry if I'm a little touchy on this podcast, folks, but I'm fired up about this. This is ridiculous. This is unacceptable, and it's time that we start holding them accountable, and the first step of holding someone accountable is for people to be aware that the accountability needs to be happening. For the time period, until something changes, I would take the responsibility out of their hands. Don't have them do anything more than they absolutely have to. Because if you give them less things to work with, there's a less chance they're going to mess something up for you. That's my advice. That's the moral of this story. But more than anything, be aware of this. If you're listening to this and you're on Medicare and you know you have a drug plan or an Advantage plan, chances are most people do have one of the two because you can really only go with an Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement partnered with a Part D drug plan. Unless you have a group plan, a retiree plan, you're still working, you're not on Medicare, whatever the case is. Chances are, if you're on Medicare, you have one of those too. And so if you're paying your premiums out of your Social Security, heads up. Keep your eye in the mail for a notification. And if your insurance carrier does not have your current mailing address, make sure you get it to them ASAP. Call them. Make sure. See if this affected you. Because this, from my understanding, they're requiring everybody to take action to get this fixed on their own. To pay the past couple of months of premium they're not just going to fix it and if you don't pay they've made it very clear they might give you some leeway they might give you more time than normal but they're going to lapse your policy stay with me into segment three Welcome back, folks, to th- our third and final segment of this week's Everything Medicare podcast on a beautiful Saturday. By the time you'll hear this, I'm expecting it to be beautiful. I'm pre-recording this episode just because of everything happening with my wife, so is what it is. Don't typically do that. Typically, they do, we do it live. It um, comes out the day that we record it. But special circumstances. I just wanted to make sure that you had content something new, and this was a big deal, something you needed to know about. Folks, I apologize for being a little testy, and I apologize for getting fiery with you. Not my intention. I just want you to understand what a big deal this is and what you can do to prevent it, because there's always something that's in your power. Most of the time, anyway. Folks, we've seen government organizations, for the most part, not all of them. There are some that are well ran I suppose I mean I'm not a government expert by any means, and I'm not going to pretend to be, but most government ran organizations are pretty um, clunky wooden um, slow hard to work with, hard to deal with that would be the i r s social security administration medicare um could go on and on and on. Most DMVs, sometimes the post office. I mean, but this is something that is a repeated trend as far as mistakes being made at the Social Security Administration. They are what they are. Chances are, unless there's something going to happen that I'm unaware of and we're all unaware of, probably not going anywhere anytime soon. They're going to be around and they're going to continue to be as silly as ever. Just take some responsibility out of their hands. Give them less ways that they can mess something up for you, and just have your premium payments be paid out of your bank account. That's just my advice. It's just easier that way. You're not going to wake up one day with a letter from your bank saying, "We messed." Just so you know, we didn't pay your premiums for the last two months, three months, and you got to get this corrected. You didn't do anything wrong, but you know, still tough. Too bad. So sad. That's basically what the Social Security Administration is saying with this. I couldn't think of a better way to get this information out than to just dedicate a whole episode of, to it on the podcast. And so I hope this made you aware of it. If you weren't aware and you now are, help everybody you know, your family, your friends, people you go to church with, people you have coffee with, lunch with, anybody that you know that's on Medicare, just make sure they know about it. It might it may or may not affect them. I don't really know. I don't know all the details. But from what I do know, it's a big problem. It's a serious issue that's going to affect a lot of people. And you can prevent that just by passing along the word, sharing this podcast on your social medias or sharing it with a friend. So that way people are made aware. This is an awareness thing. What I envisioned with this podcast is I wanted it, the goal of my company Christian Brindle Insurance Services has always been, since the very beginning, even before I incorporated it, when it was just me, on my own, um, learning from my dad as a young kid. You know, I mean, you know, when I when I I, I would wear I'd wear tie and glasses, and I could pass as like a sixteen year old. I, I just such a baby face. Um, it's amazing what you know, five, six years, seven years can do to you <laughs> working. In an industry like this, you know, now I now I could pass as probably thirty five years old when I'm not that, um, but my goal has always been, and I I have this goal partially because I enjoy helping people and I want to make sure that they're benefiting from working with us. I just think that's good business, but but also selfishly because I want to be someone that you know. I want to be the one person that people can turn to and look at as an expert, and I know it's going to help my career and I'm, I'm part of that is being vulnerable with you, part of that is being honest with you about everything from my personal life to the way I look at things to to everything and My vision for my company and my company is going to continue to grow and grow and grow as we help more and more people, is not to stand on other people's shoulders and make other people small. It's to empower people that they want to keep working with us and they want to keep working with me and they they find that we're a good quality of character company. I believe that our job is to empower you as the person on Medicare to basically have all the tools and be equipped to understand this stuff and know exactly what you need to do to make sure that you're taking advantage of it because I believe it's a system that's for the most part designed for the system to take advantage of you and I just want to completely flip that around to where you are empowered it's all just information and it can be confusing there's different parts different layers kind of like an onion but You know, like an onion, you tear it back and it gets smaller. And it gets smaller of a task. And I believe anybody, everybody on Medicare can be empowered. Everybody on Medicare can be in a position where, hey, I know what to do here. I know what I need to do. Not only that, I understand what I have and why it fits for me and why it's better than everything else for me. Empowerment. I'm a big, big, big believer in empowerment. I think you feel empowered, you feel confident, you feel comfortable about something. And that's the way it should be with a person's Medicare. There's far too many people, there's millions of people actually out there that don't feel empowered. We want to change that for as many people as we possibly can. If we can touch every single person in the world that's on Medicare... That's my ultimate goal, and it's probably impossible, it's probably unachievable, it's unrealistic, it's ridiculous, it's too obtainable, but that's still my end goal, and it, it's, it's what motivates me to keep going with our company, because I know there's a lot of people out there that we still haven't helped and we, that need our help. Not everybody needs our help, first and foremost. But there's so many people out there that do need our help. Folks, I just can't thank you so much. I mean, for listening to us week after week. I mean, I never expected that a podcast about Medicare would get as much traction as we have. We're closing in on 6,000 downloads on the podcast. And that just blows me away. Um, And every week, there's more listeners than we had the week before. And I just can't thank you for everything that you do, because you folks, you, every single one of you that listen to this podcast and this show that we do and we bring you twice a week, you drive the bus here. You are responsible for every single person that we help and that listens to this and gets something useful out of it that can maybe change their situation or help them get out of a bad situation. Um, So thank you so much for listening to us, folks. Um, If... You are listening to us on a platform that allows you to leave us a review. It helps us. really does. Um, we just moved into the top three podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Um, when, you, when you search Medicare, we're top three. It's fluctuated back and forth between number two and number three. Um, we just passed the Social Security Administration's podcast, uh, ironically enough. Um, as far as, you know, top searches for Medicare... Um, We'd like to be number one because I don't believe that there's another podcast out there that brings the value and the authenticity that we do, that I do. I just don't believe it. So leaving us a review helps us. Sharing us to your friends and family helps us. Help us help somebody. And every time you give us a review... Every time you help us out, you're helping us reach that many more people and giving us an opportunity to help them. I can't thank you enough for listening, folks. You're amazing. Um, I will have a podcast to you on Monday, but it won't be live. just giving you a warning because on Monday, like I said, my daughter's expected to be born. Hopefully everything goes well and smoothly this time around. but we will do the podcast over the weekend. Pre-record it, have it ready. It will launch on Monday as normal. So watch out for that. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And to all of you moms and mothers out there, you are amazing and remarkable, and you're fantastic. The world um, would be a disaster without you. So happy, happy Mother Day, Mother's Day to all your moms and all the mothers out there that may be listening. Thank you so much again. Can't wait to talk to you again on Monday. Happy Mother's Day and goodbye. Have a great weekend.